the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Election meddling. President Trump is insisting that White House lawyer Don McGahn isn't a rat. In a series of Sunday morning tweets, Trump responded to a New York Times report that McGahn has cooperated extensively in special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation, providing 30 hours of testimony in three interviews over the past nine months. Trump says he's allowed McGahn and others to testify, saying, I didn't have to. I have nothing to hide. Trump calls Mueller's investigation McCarthyism at its worst, a reference to the indiscriminate allegations made by Senator Joseph McCarthy in the 1950s in an effort to expose communists. Ben Thomas, Washington. More details on these and other stories at srnnews.com. Michael Medved explains how important holding the House is for the GOP. It's one more reason to vote against the Democrats, to vote for Republicans, and to keep the House of Representatives in Republican hands. It's important because otherwise we're going to go through this unbelievably divisive, pointless, fruitless, misguided exercise called impeachment. It would be a disaster for the country. The Michael Medved Show, afternoons at 2 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Ryan Mitchell in studio here with your Twin Cities weather forecast update. Pretty pleasant August day out there today. Mostly cloudy skies, but we will reach the mid-80s for our high later on. Just a reminder, you can take us with you wherever you go by downloading the AM1280, the Patriot mobile app today. You can find that on your device's app store. Up next on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, it's the closer, Brad Carlson. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1... The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we'd like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, hey, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. What will be our final show in the Patriot Bunker until the second Sunday in September. Yes, the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair is merely four days away. Now, Ryan, are you are you a native Minnesotan? Ryan, have you? Uh, you... Yes, I am. I've okay. lived here my whole life. So, are you a you a state fair junkie yourself? I, uh, when I a... was younger, I went every year with the family. But once we got older and it just got too expensive, it hasn't happened as much. But I, I go every now and then. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, obviously, uh, Mitch and I will be there each of the next couple weekends broadcasting our shows. And uh, my wife and I like to go opening day whenever we get an opportunity because. Number one, it's it's during the week because the weekends are just insane, and secondly, it's when it's the cleanest, of course, opening day. So, uh, uh, yeah, we, we're going to try to get out there Thursday opening day. Uh, did you do a weather forecast for Thursday opening day, Ryan? Uh, uh, I'd love I'd love to know how to prepare adequately. <laughs> If not, I'll check weather.com. I, I'm not sure what it is, to be honest. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I know my wife has been paying rapt attention to the weather because, uh, well, she's a scientist anyway, so they, that's kind of her thing. She, she's a weather.com junkie anyways, weather channel junkie. So it looks like it's going to be low 80s and pleasant as of right now. So I'll take it. I'll take it. But I didn't know if there was an updated forecast or not. But either way, it's going to be a fun week as uh, <clears throat> hard to say, hard as it is to say, summer is wrapping up. Wow. Where did that summer go? That's all I got to say. But it, because it's a the near the end of summer, in an election year, 
that means there's always a lot going on specifically in campaigns. And of course, this past week, we had primary day here in the state of Minnesota. Now, early voting began June 29th, and of course, actual election day was this past Tuesday, uh, the 14th of August. And Minnesotans uh, turned out to the poll. In fact, uh, Minnesota Secretary of State Steve Simon put out a tweet uh, the next morning, Wednesday morning, uh, basically saying, uh, Minnesota, you crushed it last night with 100% reporting 902,119 people voted in the primary. That is the highest number of primary voters since 1982. Overall turnout was approximately 22.7%, the highest turnout percentage in a primary since 1994. Amazing. So, hey, kudos to my fellow Minnesotans. I am a very partisan, staunch conservative, but I don't care what political stripes you're a part of. Kudos if you turned out, in, in all sincerity, because there is obviously a lot at stake this November. And, you know, we heard Michael Medved's uh, commercial just before the show started about how uh, the Republicans need to hang on to the House. Otherwise, we're going to have basically a couple of years of divisiveness and chaos. Nothing gets done. And, well, I would argue not a heck of a lot has got done <laughs> in the past couple of years. I shouldn't say that. I mean, tax reform got done. The Senate has confirmed some uh, tremendous uh, uh, legal constructionist judges at the at, for the uh, federal judiciary appointments, including the Supreme Court with Neil Gorsuch. And then Brett Kavanaugh's hearings are about to start. He will eventually be confirmed to the Supreme Court. So there's been some positives that this Congress has got done, not nearly enough in, in, in my mind. But the point is, is that uh, there has been focus on the state of Minnesota for myriad reasons. And we'll, we'll get into those a little bit, but I'll, I'll just say this. I, I, you know, I do a preview video before uh, each broadcast. And the one thing I noticed about the primary results, you know, talk about turnout, DFL turnout in most of the statewide races was nearly two to one over Republicans. Now, the Republican Party of Minnesota, what's been their mantra pretty much for the past year or so? Make Minnesota red. And that's that was emboldened, of course, by the terrific showing Minnesota had in, in 2016, where President Trump got within a point and a half of being the first Republican presidential candidate to win Minnesota since Nixon in 1972. And also, Democrat strongholds, CD1 and CD8, both were hung on to by the Democrat incumbents, but by less than a point. So at that at that particular juncture, it's like, you know what? We if we can just keep pumping the pump, we can finally get over the hump and and uh, win a statewide race. Well, if turnout at the primary this past Tuesday in the primary election overall, I mean, obviously this includes early votes too, obviously. But we got a lot of work to do if if you if you consider yourself a Republican, a lot of work to do. Okay, because those are those do not bold well bode well for overcoming a 12-year losing streak in, in, in statewide elections. And here's the thing. Democrats in the nation, Democrats as a whole, are more motivated to get out to the polls. And, and it has you, you could say what you want. It's a Trump effect, not a Trump effect. But this is just how electoral politics works. In the first term of an incumbent president, his party is going to do worse the first midterm election within his term. It happened for Barack Obama in 2010. It happened for Bill Clinton in 1994. In fact, it was a it was a Republican dominance in 1994 where Republicans took control of the House for the first time in 40 years. That's 40, 40, 40 years in 1994. A sitting Speaker of the House, which was a Democrat Tom Foley, he was defeated in his own congressional election. Never mind the fact that his his party lost the majority. He himself was defeated in his race. I think he was the first Speaker of the House to be defeated, and I forget forget what it was, but it had been a long, long time since a sitting Speaker of the House was defeated in his own congressional race. So it was a dominance by Republicans, and, and that helped move Bill Clinton to the center, and, and uh, some very productive things got done because Bill Clinton, uh, he, he responded. He realized, okay, that's that's a repudiation against my my administration. We need to kind of meet in the middle here. 
Now, the one glaring exception, of course, was 2002. That was the first midterm in George W. Bush's uh, administration because uh, 9-11 had happened, obviously, a little more than a year earlier. And believe it or not, back then, people were wanting to give George W. Bush an opportunity to lead, and so therefore they felt Republicans deserved to hang on to what scant majority they had, and I think they increased their majority in uh, 2002. So my point is, is that even if the Republicans lose the House this November, yeah, part of it, it may be the Trump effect, but this is just how electoral politics work if one party basically has control of a lot of things. There's a course correction. So we'll, we'll see how that works out. But the one glaring exception a lot of political pundits were looking at was Minnesota. Minnesota, ironically enough, could buck the trend because you've got Two Democrat-held congressional seats in CD1 held by Tim Walls and in CD8 held by Rick Nolan, neither of whom are seeking re-election for those seats. Obviously, Walls is now the DFL gubernatorial candidate. We'll get into that race in a little bit. And Rick Nolan is not seeking re-election. He was actually the lieutenant governor candidate on the Lori Swanson for governor ticket, and obviously Swanson-Nolan ended up being defeated. In fact, I I think they finished, well, I've got their results in, uh, in front of me here. Uh, yeah, uh, Swanson and Nolan were a distant third behind Tim Walls and Aaron Murphy. Anyway, we'll break down those results in a little bit. But my point is, is that you could argue Republicans had more competitive primary races than did Democrats. Obviously, the governor's the governor one was a catalyst for the DFL to turn out, and and since they're going to turn out and vote for governor, they're going to vote DFL down ticket. So it if I'm doing if I can do the math quick in my head the DFL cast about close to 600,000 votes for governor as compared to about 320,000 votes on the uh, on the Republican side okay so that's that's not a good sign and again we're talk you know we talk about how a lot of outstate uh, voters who feel disaffected by Democrats will come out for Republicans. Well, here's here's the thing you got to remember. First of all, this is an obvious statement. In midterm elections, you're not going to get near the turnout as in a presidential election year. That's just just a fact. That that it's it's the numbers. That that should, that's an obvious statement. I get that. So if turnout in 2016 in Minnesota still couldn't put Republicans over the top in a statewide race. How, how are we to have any faith that it's going to this time around when the momentum is or is toward the Democrats? I'm talking nationwide because there's a Republican in the White House in his first term and, and Trump, you know, say what you want to, you know, some people cherry pick certain polls. Uh, his approval rating is right about where it was for Obama in, in 2010. And of course, Obama, uh, under Obama in 2010, I think the Republicans made a 60-seat gain in the House and, I think, gained six seats in the U.S. Senate. Now, one caveat there is the vast majority of pickups that the Republicans had in 2010, I think 40 of those seats, they were like uh, Democrats that were in R plus five districts. Whereas now, the flip side, the number of Republicans in D plus five districts or greater, I think is maybe five. Okay, so that's that's going to be different. So I don't see the Democrats picking up 60 seats. That's not what I'm saying. But but the Democrat voters are motivated to get out there. There's no, there's no doubt about it. So how do we overcome this? And, you know, Jeff Johnson was the, uh, was the gubernatorial candidate in 2014. He is again in 2018. And I got to say, I was surprised by the, the result of that particular race, that Tim Pawlenty was absolutely crushing Jeff Johnson in fundraising. And yet, now, now, money isn't everything in a campaign, but it is important. And Jeff Johnson was getting crushed by Tim Plenty in the in the in the money race. And yet, not only did Jeff Johnson emerge victorious, he won by close to double digits. It was uh, a nine point victory. Um, well, technically eight point, uh, yeah, eight point seven points, but still, that's that's pretty, getting pretty close to double digit double digit win. So kudos to Jeff Johnson. I didn't see this coming. Fifty two point six percent. You got to Tim Pawlenty's 43.9%. So there you go. Jeff Johnson is the candidate again. And hopefully we have we, we can have him on at the state fair 
because obviously there's there's things that are going to have to be done dramatically different. 2014 was undoubtedly a Republican wave year, yet Minnesota bucked the trend and did not win any statewide races, despite Republicans winning gubernatorial races in, in blue states like uh, um, Maryland, uh, Illinois was another one, uh, Massachusetts. Okay, these are these are deep blue states, and Republicans won those gubernatorial races. Yet in Minnesota, we still couldn't buck the trend. Jeff Johnson, the Mark Dayton race, was called literally five minutes after the polls closed. You know, Dayton was a vulnerable incumbent in a Republican wave year, and we couldn't get it done. So what's going to be different this time around? I'm asking a serious question. And, and I'd be, I welcome your feedback, too. If those of you who are Johnson supporters, what's going to be different this time when it's the momentum is on the Democrats' side? I think the only advantage is, is that this is an open race and there are voters to be had in outstate. And Tim Walls has a record of running away from his moderate Democrat chops to now going full-fledged progressive where he supports driver's license for illegal aliens and, of course, is running away from his A rating, the NRA, to now wanting to get the, to, be, to being a gun grabber. So there is opportunity here, but if the, if the primary turnout's any indication, I, I don't see how we make up that gap. It's, it's a significant gap, but uh, given that Jeff Johnson pulled off this primary win in Timpalendi, that's a good sign, no question about it, a very good sign against a well-funded... Uh, candidate like Plenty, but is he going to be able to pull this one off? It is going to be a tough row, tough row to hoe. That is for certain. So we'll break down some of the other races and uh, hey, maybe take your phone calls. What did you think of uh, primary turnout and how does it bode uh, for November six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show. Hashtag Narn Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. Recapping the Minnesota primary election from this past Tuesday, we'll continue to do so in the next segment on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. 
My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets trying to consume. Hey, welcome back. I'm Paul Vader's Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Continuing my uh, recap of the Minnesota primary election from this past Tuesday. Very ecstatic for longtime friend of the broadcast and personal friend of mine. And uh, for purposes of full disclosure, my mother's realtor, <laughs> Karen Housley. Karen emerged victorious as she will move on to November in the special election for the U.S. Senate seat vacated by Al Franken. Currently held by Tina Smith. Tina Smith, former Minnesota lieutenant governor, was appointed to that seat and uh one handily won her primary. Her uh, her main opponent, Richard Painter, ended up getting about fourteen percent of the vote. Tina Smith won handily, got seventy six percent of the vote. Uh, kudos to Karen Housley; she uh, emerges victorious again, sixty two percent of the vote in her race to thirty five point six percent. For Bob Anderson, uh, Bob was a guy that I remember from a couple of years ago. He came to one of our debate parties in the spring of 2016, when obviously all the Republican presidential candidates were uh, debating, and he was in the bag for Trump at that point. And uh, he was very disillusioned that uh, Michael Medved, who's heard on these very airwaves every uh, every weekday from 2 to 5 p.m., uh, he was very disillusioned that Medved was so critical of Trump and basically got in the face of our general manager, Nick Anderson, and and, and said that Michael Medved shouldn't be broadcasting a show on these airwaves because he says mean things about Trump. Uh, just utter ridiculous nonsense uh, out of Bob, and I uh, I lost a, a tremendous amount of respect for anybody who wants opinions to be silenced. And then uh, apparently, and he's told this story publicly too. Bob wanted to get a political talk show uh, on these on these airwaves uh, right after Mitch Berg's program because Mitch wasn't uh, a Trump enthusiast during the campaign either. And he wanted as sort of a counterpoint where he would have all these pro-Trump people call into uh, to Bob's show and answer all of Mitch's criticisms. Uh, it, it didn't uh, didn't I don't know what happened, but obviously it didn't come to fruition. But uh, that that's entertaining radio, isn't it? Just have one big echo chamber going on. But uh, you know, and and here's the thing that really bothered me too is is that Karen has said some things, you know, during her campaign that you know she didn't like. Uh, about Trump, specifically Trump's bombast and the way and the things that he says, you know, via Twitter and whatnot, and and apparently that gets that got her labeled uh, a never Trumper by the uh, Bob Anderson campaign, which was pretty pretty warped logic and pretty low budget, and it's kind of creepy because if you don't walk in lockstep with everything a sitting president of your party says and does, you're all of a sudden completely one hundred percent anti that president, which is ridiculous nonsense. So. Uh, Bob deserved to be dispatched. Uh, it was ha- his uh, s- his slogan was hashtag Bob bites back. Apparently, forgot to put in his dentures. But uh, anyways, hey, good showing with Bob. Uh, he was out there working it hard. To his credit, kudos to him. But uh, uh, so excited for Karen uh, to move on in the race against Tina Smith again. This statewide race going to be difficult, especially since Tina Smith is running alongside Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar, wildly popular incumbent senator. Uh, I live in Congressional District Six, which is by far the most conservative. Uh, congressional district in the state of Minnesota, and she won that over Kurt, then Kurt Senate candidate Kurt Bills in uh, 2010 or 2012, excuse me. So, I mean, she she's she's incredibly popular. So uh, Tina Smith, who is not very not charismatic at all, not not a very good uh, not a very good campaigner. Okay, um, Karen definitely is going to have the advantage there. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, like I say, 
when you, when you've lost uh, twelve, if you when you've lost a statewide race, I mean the losing streak is for uh, twelve years now. Uh, you can never get overly optimistic, that's for sure. So let's not kid ourselves. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but Karen is ready, willing, and able to do so. So we hope to have her on the fair as well. But one thing that really bothered me about this this past week is, you know, when there's a primary battle, occasionally it can get a little verbally bloody, okay, where the two sides kind of go after each other. And they give it their best shot, and then when the other candidate wins, then if your candidate loses, well, then the natural inclination is to coalesce behind the candidate who has won your party's primary. And so I saw a good number of, of Pawlenty supporters, people who I know personally supported Tim Pawlenty, that said, okay, you know, kudos to Jeff Johnson. He won fair and square, ran a, ran a great campaign, got it done. You know, it's it's not even a question we're going to support Jeff Johnson now because the, the goal, ultimate goal is to defeat the DFL, not let a DFL or have the governor's mansion again. And what really stupefied me is there were a handful of Johnson supporters. Now, the vast majority I've seen were very welcoming to all the TPAW supporters, said, hey, come on, yep, we're in this together now. You know, they were excited for their guy, Jeff Johnson. They were excited for the guy. They didn't, once Jeff Johnson won, they didn't keep denigrating TPAW. They kept, they didn't keep saying, ah, big, big Washington lobbyist money can't win here in grassroots, in this grassroots party and in the state of Minnesota, we're smarter than that. Da, da, da. A lot of them stayed away from those chanting points. And instead, they celebrated the fact their guy, Jeff Johnson, emerged victorious, which is great. That's the way it should be. But still, there were just a few, and I'm not going to name names. And again, it doesn't represent the vast majority. It doesn't even represent a, a, a significant amount of Johnson supporters. But I only bring it up to say that we haven't won a statewide race. Have I mentioned it's been 12 years? Yeah, I think I've mentioned that a time or, uh, or 300 on this show. Okay? There were still a few Johnson supporters who were spiking the football when some Pelenny supporters came over on the Johnson bandwagon. Oh, now you finally come on the bandwagon, huh? After we've done all this work to get Jeff across the finish line, and now you come on the bandwagon. Now you want to. Now you want to join forces. Yeah, we sent we sent your establishment guy back to Washington. Yeah, that that uh, big lobbyist money that doesn't work here. And to me, that attitude is utterly stupefying. For a, again, I can't emphasize it enough. For a party who has not won a statewide election since 2006 to have even a scintilla of arrogance about anything is, I'll just say it, it's stupid. Because we need everybody on deck that we can to help Jeff Johnson win this race. So I would suggest tamping down the arrogance post-haste because this is just one step in the process. You, your candidate won, congratulations. And again, I, I, I hesitate to even bring this up because the vast majority of Johnson supporters, class acts, cordial, and this was their goal, is to get people to join them and coalesce behind Jeff and, and win in November. But the idea that there's even a handful out there with that attitude spiking the football is just dumb because this is a, the I would say the vast majority, or I would say a, I don't know if it's majority, but definitely plurality supports Democrats in the state. So you're going to need to appeal to moderate, I dare say moderate Democrats. <gasps> yeah, that's right. You are. You're going to need to appeal to independence. Okay. Because Tim Waltz has run away from his moderate Democrat chops. I mean, you don't win an R plus one congressional district like Tim Waltz has had consistently won since when he was first elected in 2006. That was a swing district. It was typically R plus one. And Tim Waltz had, like I say, won every election since 2006. You don't win in that district if you're a far left progressive, which Tim Waltz apparently wants people to believe that he now is. And in fact, I'm, I'm still trying to track this down, but there was there was a Democrat forum taking place a few months ago where Tim, I, I forget, and I forget the person who quoted on Twitter, it was someone who was covering the event from the media, where Tim Waltz basically said, well, you know, I had to kind of, uh, I had to kind of tamp down my, my uh, progressive instincts, my far left progressive chops in order to keep winning in CD1. Translation, yeah, I had to basically lie to these people. 
is kind of how I read it. Now, again, I, I, I don't want to say who put that tweet out because I don't remember, so I don't want to uh, attribute that to the wrong person. But I'm going to try to track that down and see if I can't get some more information on that. But the point is, there's no doubt, Tim Wallace, there is a, there, there's an absolute wonderful opportunity to hit back at him with some of his old statements. There's got to be pictures of him wearing his NRA hat out there, right? Remember when he got the A rating from the NRA? And now he's running away from that, and he's hanging around with the folks at uh, the Bloomberg-affiliated group, uh, Protect Minnesota. I'm using protect in scare quotes. It's not good for radio, but Protect Minnesota. Yeah, they, they still got to be out there somewhere. So the bottom line is uh, we hope to get a lot of these folks on at the State Fair, hear how they're going to uh, uh, slay this beast, so to speak. Uh, it's a less than three-month sprint to November, that is for certain, so it is definitely all hands on deck. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. When A.C. Nelson RV World has the end-of-season clearance, you know it's a biggie. Multitudes come to Shakopee to save. Choose from over 150 red-tagged RVs, including Ice Castle and Patriot Ice Cave Fish Houses. A.C. Nelson's double-duty travel trailer converts from camping to ice fishing. This is our biggest RV clearance of the year. One not to miss. A.C. Nelson RV World invites you to be a customer for life. The Minnesota State Fair has always been full of treats. From corn dogs to cheese curds to anything on a stick, and now add a new furnace and air conditioner to that list. Announcing Standard Heating and Air Conditioning State Fair Sale. When you purchase a high-efficiency furnace by September 3rd, you can treat yourself to a new air conditioner starting at just $2,500. While you might not feel comfortable eating your weight in mini donuts, Standard Heating State Fair Sale will make sure you and your family stay comfortable no matter what season it is. These savings end September 3rd, so don't wait. You can still get a new air conditioner for just $2,500 with the purchase of a new high-efficiency furnace from Standard Heating. It's no wonder over 475,000 of your fellow Minnesotans have relied on the experience and expertise of Standard's Nate Certified Technicians. Find out more about this great state fair sale at standardheating.com patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Bodie Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodie Taney and Ray Bentley's new book on the Mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. And here to take your phone calls six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Have I mentioned it's an election year? I th- yeah, I think I've mentioned it at a, a time or several hundred the past few weeks. 
And uh, we do. Uh, we are honored at this time to have a guest in the studio. Uh, Matt Lundin is currently the Republican candidate in House District 57A. Uh, I was looking at the map of it, and, and Matt concurred with me. Whoever drew it up uh, really didn't, must not have had a straight edge or whatnot. It, it looks like kind of a crazy district, but uh, kind of maybe break it down as best I can, kind of East Lakeville, Southern Apple Valley area. So if you're anywhere in that area, uh, Matt Lundin could very well be your next state representative. Of course, this is a seat currently held by Aaron May Quaid, who decided to be on the ticket with Aaron Murphy, running for lieutenant governor. The Murphy-May Quaid ticket was dispatched, so now it's an open seat, and uh, hopefully we can flip that back to Republican. We need all the flips we can get. Uh, I know we got a big majority in the Republican in the uh, in the Minnesota House, but uh, hey, we're greedy. We want we want more seats. And here joining us is the aforementioned Matt Lundin. Matt, thanks for coming on the broadcast today. How are you, sir? Good. Yeah. Thank you for having me on here. Uh, I guess we'll get to know a little bit about you and uh, kind of talk about the uh, campaign thus far. Uh, what was the uh, catalyst for you uh, getting into electoral politics, Matt Lundin? I know uh, you haven't run for office before. Uh, why this particular seat? Yeah. So I mean. Uh... You know, I grew up in Apple Valley, uh, born and raised, uh, graduated from Apple Valley High School. My parents still live in the same house that I grew up in. Oh, okay. Um, so then, yeah, after after high school, I went on to to accept a uh, scholarship from the University of Maine to play hockey out there. Uh, after that, went the Black Bears. The Black I Bears, yeah. yeah. All right, fantastic. Absolutely. Um, and then after that, I played a few years in the minors. Uh, and then I called it quits. It uh, wasn't a glamorous lifestyle, so it was time for me to head back home, and I moved back to that same district uh close to my parents. Um, so I've been around uh, in the community involved for uh, pretty much my whole life. Uh, when I got back, I started uh, coaching at Apple Valley High School for the last four years, um, the high school team. Okay. Uh, and then I run my real estate business, residential real estate, out of Apple Valley as well. Um, so, you know, I've been involved in the community, around the community, and I take pride in Apple Valley. I think a lot of people that are lifelong residents uh, would agree that it's one of the best places to grow up. Um, and then, uh, you know, I met my wife about five years ago, and she's been heavily involved in politics. Um, so as soon as I met her, we started talking a lot more. Um, I started getting more involved, started helping out with a few campaigns here and there. Um, and then with the political climate that it is, I, you know, it felt like it was the right time to get involved. So before you met Mrs. Lundin, you, I mean, you obviously were aware of a political system, but you weren't as active. Is that, is that my understanding, Matt? Yeah, that, I mean, that'd be correct. Obviously, I was, you know, keeping my eyes on current events and what was oh, going sure. on. But uh you know, I guess I would say, you know, when I met my wife is when I, my eyes were open to what uh, the political atmosphere was like um, and loved it, um, dove in pretty, pretty heavily. And like I said, right now, it seems to be the right time. You know, it's, I think people always say, when's the right time to have kids? And the answer is, uh, is never. <laughs> sure. And, uh, you know, when Fair is, point. when is the right time to jump into run for political office? I never, but uh, if there's you know, any time of good time, it's it's right now for me. Now, when you first initially uh, entered this race, uh, now we alluded to the current representative, Erin May Quaid. She was still, uh, as far as you knew, planning on running, right? So you were planning on imposing an incumbent. Is was is it was that? Is, do I have that timing correct? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. I think okay. it was. Uh, I think I was endorsed, and you know, a month into it, she was still on the on the ticket to be, uh, you know, running in the running as an incumbent. Uh, and then, you know, I think it was. A couple of days before the you know the filing date uh, that she jumped over and joined uh, Aaron Murphy for lieutenant governor. Okay, yeah, that's right, that's right. I remember that was a, kind of it came together at the uh, DFL convention after Aaron Murphy was endorsed. Uh, I guess one of the th- one of the things, and and you may, what are you hearing from voters? I guess specifically because I know Aaron May Quaid was signed on to um, as uh, Rob Dover, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, described as one of the more draconian anti-gun bills. That he has ever seen, and Aaron May Quaid signed on to this. I'm not as familiar with the demographics of Lakeville and Apple Valley as you might be. Does that play very well down there? That anti Second Amendment stance, because that I mean, it's one thing to have, uh, as some people say, common sense gun control, but this was a flat out draconian bill that uh, Aaron May Quaid signed on to. How did that play down there, Matt uh, Matt Lundine? Yeah, you know, I don't think this district is, uh, you know, extreme to either side, um, and that's good. I agree, yeah, and yeah. I think that's who I am as a person. Um, what my beliefs are, and I think that is pretty consistent for the majority of the people in our district. You know, I think the people, what people want to see is, um, they don't, they want to see less of this divisiveness in, sure. in the political atmosphere like we've talked about. Um, and extremism, I don't believe, you know, belongs in the legislature. You know, we need to be able to have uh, conversations, discussions, um, civil debates uh, in order to reach the right solutions. And I think people are just getting sick of seeing uh, the negatives in our political system right now sure. and, uh, you know, getting nothing done, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, and they, they just want to see some results. 
Um, and I th- that's not going to happen when we have you know, some extremes, uh, you know, not willing to listen to the other side or even have a discussion. And we're just, you know, sitting there screaming. And I don't think that represents, uh, you know, my district, my community. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping to bring that voice, voice of the people uh, instead of my own voice. Uh, that's, that's my main reason for running. So what are you hearing from the, the folks in this particular district, specifically the uh, issues of which they have, uh, the, which catch their biggest interest? Yeah, so I mean, I've been, we've been hitting the ground pretty hard on this campaign, and we've been, you know, door to door knocking uh, a lot, uh, meeting with different groups, and you know, it's been, you know, pretty consistent with, uh, you know, getting control on our taxes. Sure, uh, you know, people don't want to see more of their money going away. Um, healthcare, they want, they want those premiums going down, which I think would everybody would agree. Of course, yeah. um, you know, I think one of our proudest. You know, attributes of our district is a district 196 school district. Yes. It's, a, it's fantastic. Um, it's one of the top, I, again, I was a, I was able to grow up in it and go through that school system. Uh, and you know, they want to make sure that it stays, you know, top in the state. Um, you know, and then that, that also includes the safety of schools, which is a big, you know, national issue as well. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think it's you know, pr- pretty simple, um, common concerns with the, the citizens in, in my district. Um, so as you're going door to door, do you ever get the thing at Lundeen, Lundeen? Weren't you a big hockey hero in this uh, particular town? I mean, you must be well known if you, if you grew up there and stayed there and moved back there after college and all that, Matt Lundeen. So you've got that going in your favor, if nothing else. Yeah, no, I've had a few actually, and you know, like I said, I've, I've coached. Uh, I coached there for four years, and I was also part of the the youth hockey um, board. So I, I've gotten to know a lot of families within uh, within Napa Valley, you know, within the sports community. So I've, I've you know, I've knocked on doors and said, "Oh, hey, good to see you again." Uh, so this is where you live. Love it. But uh, yeah, no, it's been the name recognition has been nice. Uh, you know, playing hockey, uh, that name that I have definitely helps. You know, my brother also played at the University of Maine and played in the NHL. Um, so that's that's helped oh, okay. as well. But you know, my parents have, been, have lived here, you know, their whole lives as well. Um, you know, their my mom was an elementary school teacher and my dad was a college professor. Uh, so, so their names have been around this community for a long time as well. So the name ID is good. You know, we're trying to get it out there even more right now. But uh, you know, the, the hockey part's nice. We're the state of hockey, so it, it definitely helps. Now, I know you obviously have no impact on this, but it's inevitable whenever you go to the door and you maybe want to talk elected office, politics, whatnot. Inevitably, it's going to turn to uh, to the president, and the president's in the news constantly. He makes a lot of news himself, just getting on uh, social media. I mean. Uh, I know you can't say, well, I'm running for state. He's federal office. That has really nothing to do to me. I mean, how do you handle some of those questions? They, they inevitably come up, I'm sure, Matt Lundine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's been uh, it's been really nice. The uh, The reception at the door has been been awesome. You know, I, I start off just by saying who I am. You know, I'm a part of Apple Valley community. I grew up here, and uh, that's who I am. I am Apple Valley. You know, I coached hockey at Apple Valley High School, and you know, a lot of conversations are geared towards – Either at Valley High School, the school system. Sure. Um, you know the, the the president stuff has come up, but uh, you know again, it's a it's a tough subject. No matter if you're a Trump supporter or a you know, not a Trump supporter. Right. And again, I think I heard you talking earlier. You know, there's a there's an extreme to which we believe that you either have to completely support him or you have to completely be against him. Drives me nuts. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, there's been some things that he's done well. Um, again, I think the the divisiveness hasn't been great, but. You know, I, again, I try. I do try to steer. You know, my job is to be a voice for these people, so I ask what their concerns are. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, it has been uh, you know very few comments about the president, which has been great. Um, I think people are starting to understand that. You know, at this local level, there's more that we can do than concern ourselves with what the president treat, tweets about every day. Yeah, no question. Now, obviously, uh, in, a, in a community like Apple Valley, a lot of folks. I uh, like to live in that particular area because it is, you know, it's close to like the Mall of America. It's not terribly far from uh, downtown Minneapolis. Uh, do roads and bridges, infrastructure issues like that come up? I mean, obviously, it's incredibly important. There's there's this nightmarish talk. And again, this is me talking, not Matt. I don't want to put words in Matt's mouth, but this obsession with light rail and public transit, which does nothing to alleviate congestion. So how are the folks at Apple Valley? Because they are seem to be right in the middle of a lot of these issues with our with our state's infrastructure. Yeah, I mean, it really has not come up too often. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the, the bus system does come down, uh, you know, almost as far south as my district goes. So there's a lot of options for uh, public transportation for people in my district. Um, it, that has been, uh, you know, I'd say maybe one comment has been about uh, transportation, okay. Um, okay. which has been great. Um, so, I mean, again, people have options down, down in my district. As you get farther down south, you know, that may become more of a, a hot topic issue. But, you know, from as far as my district goes, uh, I haven't heard too much uh, – 
too much rumbling about it. Just a personal anecdote. I live up in Ramsey, so I'm on the North Star Line, and and uh, when I worked downtown, I t- we had it. We had a bus similar to that. A bus that uh, private that went out of Ramsey, and it was great. They went out of Ramsey to downtown and back, and it was great. Well, that went away once we had a North Star stop, and it was just. It's been a. I, I mean, I. It was just so unreliable. I mean, the bus, the light, something like that. I envy you guys down south. That's what I, is what I'm saying. I think there's even Wi-Fi and a cocktail service. Not a cocktail service. I'm thinking <laughs> about that. But, but you know, Wi-Fi and everything else, luxury bus. This is that's the way to go. And I think you all are doing it right. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. And again, I think uh, the people of our district would agree. Um, we, we again, we haven't had to deal with the light rail issue. Um, you know, you see something on on Twitter and the news every day about one of the light rails being down or some type of disturbance. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, so no, I mean again, the the bus services have been great. Um, it's getting people to their jobs every morning, uh, getting them home every night. So I think, it, like you said, we do we have done a pretty good job uh, down in the South Metro uh, as far as transportation goes. Once again, we are joined by Matt Lundine. He, the Republican candidate for House District Fifty Seven A, again, it comprises eh, Eastern Lakeville, Southern Southern Apple Valley, that kind of general area. Uh, Matt, we only have a couple of minutes left. We appreciate you stopping by. Obviously, people know that we can't take anything for granted. Got a strong majority in the House, but we're greedy. We want to increase that majority in this seat with uh, Democrat uh, Representative Aaron May Quaid not seeking re-election, ripe for a pickup. So if people want to donate time, resources, whatever else, where can they go? Uh, LundinforHouse.com. Uh, the website has all my information on there. Uh, it has a contribute button. Feel free to click on that. Uh, donate as much money as you want, up to $1,000. Um, and you can find all the issues on there. Fantastic. And again, I've linked to it at my blog, bradcarlson.org. And it's Lundin, L-U-N-D-I-N, Lundin4house.com. Go there anytime, resources. You probably walk in parades, Matt, I'm sure, uh, if you could use uh, maybe use some folks. Uh, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for your campaign, but uh, parades, that's part. That's a staple of a Minnesota campaign, Matt Lundin. So. Those are all done for the year. They are done. Okay. The, the, and the, the Apple Valley Parade, we got rained out, so that was a bummer. But, you know, we are doing a lot of door knocking. We want to get my name out uh, as much as possible. Uh, so if anyone's willing to volunteer, we have uh, plenty of jobs, plenty of things to do uh, to help uh, help me win this seat. Once again, uh, the website, LundinForHouse.com, L-U-N-D-I-N, LundinForHouse.com. Again, go to my blog, BradCarlson.org. I've also linked to it there as well. We're a full-service operation here, Matt, so we got your back here. I, hope I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Matt, we appreciate you uh, stopping by today. Best of luck to you in these uh, la- this last two-and-a-half-month blitz. And uh, anytime you feel you need to come on, maybe vent. Tout your campaign. you got a home here in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Appreciate your time today, sir. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment this hour coming up. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. The governor's race is heating up. Join Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at the Battleground Talkers Tour, October 25th. Tickets start at only $20, so cruise over to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Will it be a photo finish or a total blowout? Join the discussion at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Well, here we are again, and i got to tell you, Jim, this match has me really concerned. Here we have a powerful heavyweight, a train, weighing in at 6,000 tons, and this hasty lightweight challenger, a car, at just one and a half tons? This does not bode well for the car, or the people in it. It's no contest. Every day, people are injured or killed trying to beat a train at rail crossings. See tracks, think train. Chet's Shoes is proud to have served the railroad industry for many years. We greatly respect those who work on and around the tracks daily. Did you know the average freight train traveling 55 miles an hour takes a mile or more to stop? That's the size of 18 football fields. If the engineer can see you, it's too late to stop the train. Chet's Shoes is proud to partner with Operation Lifesaver. Reminds you to play it safe stay away from the tracks. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Visit Chet'sShoes.com. 
Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5.7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1.3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are an encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Jubland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can catch my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station, AM fourteen forty, the Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show Saturdays from nine to eleven AM. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg in these very airwaves, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. He's heard Saturdays from one to three p.m. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. I am the closer, closing out weekends Sundays one to three right here on twelve eighty. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Hey, want to uh, promote uh, some events coming up? Obviously, I've talked a little bit about the State Fair that's coming up the next uh, couple of weekends. Both Mitch and I will be out there for our regular broadcast. We look forward to seeing you there. We always love it when the listeners come on out, say hello, and uh, even introduce themselves. we got some regular callers that call in, and when they come out and identify themselves and I hear their voice, right away I recognize them and who they are. So uh, uh, we definitely look forward to uh, seeing you out there. Again, we're at the same location, north end of the fairgrounds in the corner of Underwood Street and Murphy Avenue, uh, right by Machinery Hill, right next door to the big orange Home Depot building. You can't miss us. Just walk north and uh, on Underwood. And if you can't see the big orange Home Depot building, well, get your vision checked because you can't miss it. But if you can't, if you do happen to not be able to see it, you can definitely hear the youngsters putting together like their birdhouses, toolboxes, or whatever else, because that is a great area for the young people to go and build stuff. And I dare say that my mom would have took my brother and I to the fair a lot more often when we were kids if something like that were available because she could have left this air for a couple of hours and then gone to maybe the beer garden or something. I don't know. But uh, the point is is that we are going to be back at this location, and we always look forward to it. And uh, did I mention the Battleground Talkers Tour? Well, I am shirking my host responsibilities. Yes, the Battleground Talkers Tour coming up on October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. It is going to be... Uh, Salem Media Group national hosts, uh, Michael Medved, Larry Elder, and Dennis Prager are going to be in town again. This is Thursday, October 25th, Radisson Blue, Mall of America, for a Battleground Talkers Tour talking about the midterm elections, which at that point will be less than two weeks away. So we're going to have a pretty good finger on the pulse of how things are shaping up. And, I mean, it's it's Larry, Dennis, and Michael. You're going to want to come out and listen to them anyways. But if you'd like to come out for dinner... Hey, we got an opportunity for dinner as well. There is VIP tables for each Medved, Prager, and Elder, as well as the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yes, Mitch Berg, King Banyan, and myself, we will be hosting another NARN VIP table. We've hosted two in our time, and they've been sold out both events. So back by popular demand, it's the NARN table. And as of right now, there is only one ticket remaining for the NARN table. One. There is one ticket remaining for Larry Elder's table, and there are six tickets remaining for Michael Medved's table. Dennis Prager, as Dennis Prager always does, sells out quickly. Dennis Prager's table sold out. So get your tickets. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the banner that says Battleground Talkers Tour and find out more information about tickets. If you don't want to come for dinner, hey, that's perfectly fine. You can come just for the general session to hear Michael, Larry, and Dennis talk. You're not going to want to miss it. These these events, I we, we give you plenty of warning. They're going to sell out. And they all we, we always tell you they're going to sell out. And they say, well, it's a bunch of stage talk. You say that about all your events. Yeah, because they always sell out. 
So you're going to want to go there, am128thepatriot.com. And Ryan, do we have a general number here to the uh, front desk? Do you know what that is? In case people don't uh, have a computer, I think uh, I hate to give out the wrong number <laughs> and get a bunch of calls for that. But Because uh, I know some of our listeners may not uh, use the Internet or may not be as adept as using online services. That's fine. You can give us a call here at the station and uh, find out more about uh, ticket information. I believe it's... Uh, uh, oh, here, here's a number right here at the bottom of the website. I got it right here, bottom of the website, 651-289-4454. That's the number to the office. Again, that's 651-289-4454. If you don't want to go online and get information, call that number. They will definitely put you in touch with a person to give you this information about the Battleground Talkers Tour. It is going to be a blast. I love these events because we get to hobnob with you, the listeners. That's the most important thing to me is to meet you, the listeners, and because of your support coming out to events like this and listening every weekend and giving us feedback about the show, it's because of you that we've been able to stay on for 14 and a half years and dominate the all-important weekend conservative talk here in the Twin Cities. I mean, nothing touches the Northern Alliance Radio Network on weekends, and it's because of you, the listeners. So we uh, definitely appreciate that. This is going to be a big event, again, October 25th, two months away. It's going to be here before you know it, folks. So why not get your tickets right now? Again, go to the website, check them out, and uh, we always look forward to selling that last ticket. It just is a—it's a huge adrenaline rush when we sell out our our table. And Mitch King and I look forward to um, uh, to hanging out with you. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of stuff to get to in the uh, second segment. We only got about a minute here in the first hour. Covered a lot of local politics, and again, we appreciate Matt Lundeen, the Republican candidate for fifty seven A, running for Minnesota House. Appreciate him stopping by. That seat is ripe for Republican pickup, and uh, Matt uh, doesn't look like he's immune to hard work, so he's going to definitely give it his uh, his best effort and uh, uh, definitely check out Lundin for House, L-U-N-D-I-N, LundinforHouse.com uh, for more information. But in the second hour, we're going to cover some national stuff, particularly how it involves uh, the culture and uh, the dueling Cuomo brothers. Yeah, the uh, uh, Mario Cuomo's two sons. Um I'm trying to picture this conversation where Chris Cuomo, CNN commentator, is like, I'm going to give a very more, uh, very uh, inane, vapid commentary on CNN to make to see how many heads explode. And then uh, his brother, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, says, yeah, hold my Chardonnay, little brother. Wait till you see this. So <laughs> we'll, we'll cover that. Uh, you probably know what I'm talking about if you're following politics. We'll cover that. And, of course, the continuing saga of the Colorado Civil Rights Commission ha- harassing uh, Jack Phillips, the owner of Masterpiece Bakery. Wait till you hear what's going on with that uh, particular story. It just never ends, does it? AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, hour number one in the can, hour number two coming up in mere moments. Go nowhere. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too. Until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife. So I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now. 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Patriot listeners, save up to 25% on your business cleaning services. Are you thinking of changing your cleaning company? Are you looking for cleaner bathrooms, dust-free windowsills, and a higher level of quality control? Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning car dealerships and office buildings throughout the Twin Cities metro area. You'll get high-quality service when you choose us as your cleaning service provider. Call us at 651-404-0132 or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. As a bonus to Patriot listeners, you'll get your first initial cleaning at no cost and up to 25% off your first full month of service. We will work hard to make your facility as clean as possible without breaking your budget. 
So call us today at 651-404-0132. That's 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.